Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Book Podcast Network. Before I, you know, typically I would make a joke. I'm not making a joke this time. I'm not. I refuse to. Uh, oh, okay. Bryce did a fantastic job uh, with with the last couple months of content. He took on a bigger load, and uh, you know, I, I'm uh, not gonna lie. I'm very proud. Very proud of uh, the way that uh, I felt like Bryce was able to, at least from my perspective, from not being able to jump on every one of them, but being able to jump in on some. I just felt like he was. It felt like there was more confidence. I hope the listeners got to kind of see a different side of Bryce, um, you know, that maybe you don't often get to hear on a Linsanity. And that's kind of a goal that, you know, our producer and I had when we kind of knew that this was going to come up and this was going to play it. We wanted to mix it up. We wanted to try it. And I thought that the previews went went great. And, you know, obviously we're excited to jump into week one. But no, there's no, there's no joke coming from me today, Bryce, because I just thought... Okay. Okay, respect. You deserved, you deserved a lot of respect for what you've been able to do over the last couple. Respect, man. I appreciate that. We, you know, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. It was another yes, great year of previews. Um, and now we we are finally into week one. Very excited to talk about it with you. I, I'm, I'm kind of glad to be back in my little co-host chair here. I get it. I get it. It's a different. It's a. It's just a different role. You have to think about things differently, and it's like. Uh, you know, it can be it can be nice to, to switch it out every so often and uh, get you know get that co-host seat back or go to the host seat or vice versa. But um, you know, the two of us were able to uh, you know catch a game together. Actually, yeah. uh, shout out to our producer. <laughs> uh, and so we 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 will we'll be talking about that game as well. Um, real quick though, uh, before we get into the pod, rate review, subscribe to our network, uh, whether it's Lynn Sanity. Uh, Circle City Center just recently dropped the 25 year anniversary of a pod, and we have the back shoulder fade. Anyway, um, I want to get to, you know, because I, I think, you know, you and I talked about it before we got on, Bryce, and I 1,000% agree. Um, I think if all you do is look at the final scores and you don't break it down, I think some of these games and the meeting behind these games, uh, you just wouldn't get it. Uh, I'll just be honest. I just don't think you'd get it. And I think there's a lot to unpack. Uh, in the in the first week, uh, but I kind of want to talk about the game that just recently got done uh, with Bills and Jets on Monday night uh, because you and I were texting throughout the entire game. Just like you know, we obviously in the beginning, all of us were shocked, you know, because three or four plays in, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, and like that, obviously, that's just not normal for a player in four plays to get hurt. It's just not, um, and it looks like. He's, you know, out with an Achilles. He's not going to be back. Zach Wilson came in. And, I mean, you would have thought that the Jets would have lost after that. That's the demoralizing thing to lose your quarterback four plays in. They didn't. Uh, but I know you have plenty to say. I, I think you'll give the Jets respect. But I know where your head's at. Your head is at what's going on in Buffalo. Oh, well, yeah, before I have to pull it back a little bit on the Jets, I'll, I am unleashing on the Buffalo Bills, Caleb, because, oh, this is this is double win for me in this game. This is a double win. The, oh, this is glorious. I have been saying for years on this podcast that I just don't think Josh Allen is it. And this is a perfect example of why. What are you doing? What are you doing? This Josh Allen 
I heard some stat like since like some period of time, like Josh Allen has led the league in turnovers and that includes fumbles and, and interceptions. And here we are again, here we are again, Buffalo week one, massive game, massive, massive game. And then the game becomes a cupcake game, a cupcake game. And what does he do? He throws three interceptions to the same freaking guy. Two times into double coverage. And then he fumbles the football at a key moment in the game. It's just, it, it's unreal. It's unreal. We're, we're, you know, we're trying to force it to Gabe Davis down the field. Why? Why? Why are we not taking easy stuff, Josh? You don't need to win the Super Bowl in one, in, in one game, bud. I, I mean, James Cook, I thought, looked great. He was almost averaging four yards a carry. But we only we only give him 12 touches in the run game. And Josh Allen still feels the urge, still feels the urge to try to truck people when he scrambles. And there were a couple of times where he ran Caleb. And he looked like he didn't know what to do, like whether to go out of bounds, whether to get down. And instead, he would just try to run people over or he would take a massive hit. I'm telling you. I've said it before. I'm telling you, he's going to take one of these hits, and it's and it's going to be the end of the season. Period. I don't care how big, how strong you are, how long you've been in this league. As you can see, it can change in a moment, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Josh Allen is a veteran now in this league. He has been in big games. He has won big games. He should know more than anyone to what to do at quarterback at this point. And it's it's frustrating. It's just frustrating, Caleb. I I agree. I I thought, I mean, I I, in terms of the Bills, I agree. I thought some of their, a lot of the reasons they lost that game, I thought were self-inflicted. You know, just not being smartest with knowing when to get down, trying to make that that house of highlights play, Sports Center top ten play. I think that's always been something Josh Allen's so good at. And it's not that you don't want him to do it, but you just have to recognize the situation. I mean, at the end of the day, you're facing a Zach Wilson Jets team. And I don't think he needed to do a ton to come out of there with the win. Um, it felt like, you know, Allen was was really trying to press and, and do more than he should have been. It seemed like there was stuff going underneath. I thought James Cook was pretty solid when he was getting touches. Yes. Like that that you could have done some underneath concepts. Maybe you try to get a Kincaid going underneath. I, I just feel like they didn't. I think I think the other problem with this team is, and I, I think it's really Josh, is like I don't think the players on the other players on the Bills team are bad players. I think I think it's a matter of you have to keep thinking of ways to get them the ball. I mean, Diggs was obviously, he had moments. He was huge for them to get in position for Bass to go to overtime. Um, I mean, it was great, great drive by Josh. Uh, but then, you know, when you look at the way that, you know, the game played out, it, it just should never have gotten to that point. But, you know, if you're a Jets fan, I mean, this this is also, I mean, this is an incredible win. I mean, you know, when you're coming into this game, you know, you're, you're a lot of hype on you, obviously. Aaron coming in as your first game, you got 
you know, everybody kind of rallying around the city. Everybody is supporting everybody and, um, you know, honoring everybody. And the fact is, I mean, they, they came out in a very, very pressure packed game and, and somehow pulled it out. Uh, they kept it, they kept in it, they kept staying in it. Um, and Bryce, the Jets did what you and I had specifically really laid out. We believe that if the New York Jets are going to be a playoff team, it's going to have absolutely nothing to do with them throwing the ball 30 times. It is going to have to be their running game and their defense and the quarterback just, just simply not turn the ball. And that is what Zach, that's what Zach, that's what Zach Wilson did. Zach Wilson did not have the greatest game of all time. He was not the, he wouldn't have sat there to been like, oh my gosh, he's a top 10 quarterback or he's a, uh, you know, a legitimate, you know, player or anything. But I didn't feel like he was, you know, he made some, oh my gosh, what are you doing stuff? But nothing that made you feel like, oh my gosh, the the, the game isn't going to work out. I mean, the interception, fine, whatever. Again, not ideal, but that's going to be a part of it. Um, am I going to take 140 yards? I probably want a little more, but the running game was sensational. That's what they have to keep doing moving forward. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely now, because I'll be honest, I, I look, I didn't think Zach Wilson played well at all. And honestly, the pick was bad. Um, and that that ball, that touchdown pass that he got to Wilson was honestly a badly thrown ball. And Garrett Wilson just made a heck it was, of a play. It was, on a, yeah, it was. It was it, he it made was, a heck of a play on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so outside of that, no, I thought Zach Wilson played poorly. But Brees Hall looked dang good coming off that ACL, Caleb. And and here we are. I, why you need Dalvin Cook, I don't know, because Brees Hall looked like an absolute stud. And honestly, I think Michael Carter deserves more carries. I, I Like, I, I don't see why you signed Dalvin Cook. And, and this goes back to it. You signed Dalvin Cook, you didn't address the line, and here you are back with Zach Wilson, at quarterback. We, we were on this from the start, Caleb. I know. We were on this from the start. It, and it I'm disappointed, just... disappointed the way it, the, the way it happened. But in I a way, too. I agree. It's yeah. it, it's kind of we told you so. You didn't address yes. it. Yeah. And and I don't know what they were doing, Gil. Like, I don't know if you saw, I think it was the the first pass attempt that Aaron Rodgers had. Mikai Becton like chip blocked Gregory Rousseau. And Rousseau basically bounced off of it. He kind of went down and bounced a back up immediately and gave chase to Aaron Rodgers, in which Aaron Rodgers had to airmail. And get rid of the ball. Like, what kind of protection is that? Like, what are you even doing from the start? Like, I don't, I don't understand. That. I've never, maybe I don't, I don't pay enough attention to football, but that just seemed odd to me that you would just try to chip block. I, yeah, I, I don't understand that. Yeah, it, they, they kept they it's, their strategy was just really wacky. Um, and I think, yeah, it had something to do with Rodgers being hurt, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Bryce, it's one thing for us to be like, hey, watch out for this. And we did that. But, like, we've seriously nailed this. I mean, I don't know if we've ever been more right on this podcast going into a brief, honestly. No, not even kidding. I think all of us have been pretty much on the nail. Every single guest we've had on has pretty much been on the nail with this. I mean, we it, I get it. They have explosive players. They have, but, but there's also parts to the game that are, you know, not as fun to talk about that are going to affect how you win and lose 
And it's going to be interesting to see how the Jets respond after this win. Are they going to become, are, is the running game going to continue? Um, is, are they going to be able to get Gary Wilson better looks? Um, he caught everything he had. So if you can get him the ball, there's a good chance he's going to catch it. Um, are they going to get more out of a guy like Michael Carter? Uh, that's a fair question because I, I honestly think, Bryce, this defense is as good as it was last year. This defense oh, is 100%. very good. It will win. It will, it will probably win them games, just the defense alone. Uh, but if they want to do anything down the stretch, it's, it's going to have to come to their quarterback play. And, you know, I'm hearing the veteran stuff, Bryce, but do you think that even makes sense? Do you, I mean, it feels like Zach Wilson's going to be the guy. Yeah, I mean, that's or not. Yeah, I mean, that's what Salah is saying. Um, I mean, I, in my opinion, it makes sense. It's very hard to rush in a quarterback, uh, learn a new system, get chemistry with these guys. You know, Zach Wilson has been there in New York. Yes, it's a new system for him. Uh, but he has been there all offseason. That's tough to just bring somebody in. Yeah. I think you just – I don't know that there's anyone better that you're going to bring in that's going to take you on, uh, you know, a playoff run. I mean, listen, honestly, it was deep run of the playoffs or bust. Dang near Super Bowl or bust for the Jets this season. If, if they could bring in anyone they want, they could even brought in Brady. I don't think it – I don't think it would matter. Behind that offensive line, I don't think it would matter who they brought in. They're not making a deep run. That it's just the that that's just the reality of the situation. Yeah. And then real quick, Caleb. Yeah. Uh Xavier Gibson single-handedly did a couple things. Single-handedly won the game and single-handedly saved this season of hard knocks. Without any mention of Xavier Gibson, no one would know who he is and his story wouldn't be told. And we got an amazing moment on Monday Night Football, on 9-11, in New York, when the Jets were down and out. And that kind of story is exactly why Hard Knock, I, I enjoy watching Hard Knocks, although there was not enough of those, of those storylines of guys trying to make it in the show this season. And they basically burned up a whole season on a guy who's not even going to play this season due to injury. So respect Xavier Gibson, big time win for the Jets. And they better enjoy this because it, it may not be a many this season. Maybe not. You're right. Maybe not. Uh, next up, um, probably the game with the most fireworks, uh, 70 total <laughs> points uh, between the Dolphins and the Chargers, um, which if you thought of two teams with fireworks, I feel like these two teams would come to mind in terms of teams at the offensive capability of going 30 plus. Um, Miami comes out of here with the 36 to 34 win. Um, they just kind of had a last minute drive uh, where, where Tyreek Hill uh, catches a fade route uh, to pretty much nasty uh, end, the, end the game. It was a great throw, uh, pretty good defense, just very good play overall by Tua and Tyreek. And they, they sealed the deal. Um, Bryce, I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I mean, people can talk about McDaniel, and I rightfully think McDaniel's an awesome offensive mind. Uh, but I, to be honest with you, if you watch the NFL football, I just don't think it's news. I think Mike McDaniel is a top five offensive line in the league, period, plain and simple. I just think it's going to be spotlighted if two is help, right? I think we all saw it last year, and, and he, he showed that. He showcased that. We saw Tua uh, look down the field, and, and when Tua does look down the field, Bryce, this offense becomes much more of a threat. And if I'm seeing you, if I'm the Chargers here, I'm, I'm not, 
36 to 34. You had a great game offensively and you had the best rushing. You had one of the best rushing games in NFL history. So, I mean, I just think these are two really good offenses and Miami just pulled away in the last second. What do you think? Uh, yes, I do. I do think that it, your assessment is correct. However, I will draw your attention to right before halftime. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Mike McDaniel called a timeout after Justin Herbert uh, scrambled on third down and Los Angeles kicked a field goal and left li- very limited time for Miami to do anything. I would think it was under like 12 seconds. Hmm. And J.C. Jackson uh, committed a, a P.I. Penalty, I think it was on Tyreek Hill or one of them. And Miami stole three points right before halftime. And that was the difference in the game. Uh, so I mean, a little bit of a little bit of coaching from Mike McDaniel as well to put trust in his guys with less, you know, just to try to make something happen. And guess what? Something did happen. Those risks that Mike McDaniel are taking is veteran type stuff, veteran coach type stuff. And this is his second year as a head coach. But he also puts guys in the correct positions. To, to make plays and and score points. And he put Tua in a great spot this game against a stacked defense. I say stacked on on Superstar. paper. You got you yeah. got to put it together though on the field. And they gave up 36 points on the field, which isn't great. Uh, you know, Tua had a had a, a couple turnovers. You know, hopefully he can clean that up. I think if they play a clean game, this is going to be one of the toughest teams to beat in the NFL. I agree. And and yes, the Miami defense gave up 34 this, you know, week one to a, a loaded, but Vic Fangio is not to be trifled with. Yeah. I, they will get it together. You believe that. And I don't, you can believe I, that. I don't, and I don't know. I just, I just like a lot of the dudes on this defense. I've, I've been that way on oh, this dude. for a lot of years. Oh, Jalen Phillips. Of, there's a lot of dudes on this team, man. They don't there's have a Ramsey back. They got Deshaun Elliott from Detroit. Like, Javon Holland's still good. Yeah, yeah, they're just yeah, they, they've got Jerome players Baker everywhere, everywhere, literally everywhere. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm not. I, I think this was just one of those games. I think these are two teams we'll see in the playoffs, and they played. They played at a capability. I mean, it was it was. So you're very, not panicking. You're not panicking on the track. Absolutely not. Not on both. Really? Teams. No. I mean, either way, results flipped. I I feel the same way. Whether it was the okay. Chargers 36-34, uh, Dolphins 36. I, I mean, Bryce, you can't. I mean, when you're running the ball at the efficiency that they are, right, 233 yards as a team, three touchdowns, the receivers didn't play god-awful. I mean, Allen at 76, Williams at 45. There's somewhat of a balance there that I think you could you can appreciate. I mean, I'm not as I'm not as concerned there on both sides. I mean, to me, these are two of the best. I would make a case these are probably two of the six, seven best offenses in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And if I'm and and it, one got the win and the other didn't. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm. Not, I'm really not gonna overlook that game. I just thought it was a fun game to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, Eagles and Patriots. Um, Eagles really, you know, it's twenty five twenty. I understand they won the game, but definitely had some potential choking opportunities uh, where the Patriots were able to kind of take advantage. Uh, Jabril Peppers. Uh, makes a great hit, puts the Patriots in position to win the game. Great hit, but great hit. They weren't able to do that. Uh, Twenty-five to twenty. Um, so I guess I don't really know where to start. So Bryce, what what kind of what what did, when you think about this game, saw the game play out? What kind of mm-hmm. went through your mind? Um, 
I think the lack of drive conversion to touchdown for the Eagles um, wasn't as efficient um, in this game. Like, and and granted, six of their points came from a pick six from Darius Slay, sure. which is sure. a big play in the game. Um, so the lack of touchdowns that they scored, I think they had one, yeah, one touchdown uh, from the offense where they were scoring touchdowns very often all, all last season. Yeah. So I think they are missing a little bit of the Shane Steichen factor there. Um, I'm not going to overreact to the lack of targets and catches to Dallas Goddard. Not going to overreact to that because that's going to take care of itself. I, and, I, and I'm not going to say that, yes. you know, they score more touchdowns than they get Goddard to ball. I'm not going to say that because I don't think that's fair either. Um, I think they are feeling the effects of it a little bit. And there's always a Super Bowl hangover. Um, are, are the Philadelphia Eagles still going to be good and be a playoff team this season? Yes. But they are not going to win as many games as they did last season. It's just, I, it, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I, um, I still like this team. That defense is not to be trifled with. Um, I mean, if you if if you don't believe me, go look at the New England rushing stats. Yeah. Um, I mean, New England, they've been a running team the past couple of years and pretty successful at it. And they were not as successful uh, that, you know, in this game. So and Mac Jones had to throw the ball 54 times, which is not what you want. In all honesty, I don't hate Mac Jones, but I don't want him throwing 54 times. No, but I and, and I will say this as well, Caleb. People are saying and I and I think the media has it twisted. They're like, oh, you know, like like Mac Jones can can play. Like this offense look, you know, pretty decent out there. And I agree with them. But it's not and they're like Bill O'Brien unlocked Mac Jones. No, 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 no. No, no. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Mac Jones has a competent, specialized offensive coach. It's not Bill O'Brien. Like, I'm not, I'm not discrediting what Bill O'Brien is. But Mac Jones finally has a, a an offensive coach helping him with, with a legitimate offense now. And, and now you're seeing the results of that. It's not he was the key all along. It's you have a coach, an offensive right. coach. Right. And you know what? They had he uh, Mac Jones was pretty successful throwing the ball, despite throwing it 54 times. I mean, uh, well, yeah. 34, 35 completions over 300 yards, and he threw for three touchdowns. And they were nice balls. They were nice balls. Kendrick Bourne played well. I know I know Kendrick Bourne yes, is a top tier, but he played well. Hunter Henry played well. So I, I, New England is a sneaky team this year. They're definitely a mess around with them, and you're going to find out. You're going to lose. Uh, so don't take them lightly. New England does have legitimate offense coming. I think I mean the part that impresses me with New England to me was the balance. You got seven guys all with three receptions or more: Bourne, Stevenson, Henry, Douglas, Kasicki, Schuster, yeah. Zeke. Like yeah. that's great balance, and I feel like that's kind of how they have to be. They don't have a dominant pass catching type of dude, so it's going to be matchup by matchup every night. Um, that I would say would be encouraging, uh, but I will promise you something right about. If Mac Jones so good times throw, uh, and I'll lock that in. He, I mean, they were playing from behind. I understand that, but I'm just letting you know right now. Beat those times to lose in every game. I th- this this to me, they are going to have to be 
they're going to have to get the running game going. I understand if it's team like Philly. I get that, but they are going to have to get the running game. They, they are going to have to win through that. Um, and this defense, yeah, they've got players. And there's no doubt about it. They've got a good pass, but they, they've got athletes all over the field. I think that's what's better about this defense price to me. I think they got dudes, athletic dudes, not just a bunch of stiffs that play in the system, but guys that can really come in and make plays athletically, whether it was Gonzalez, whether it was Jabril Peppers coming back, whether, you know, guys that are just making plays simply through athleticism, not through scheme. And I think, I think the Patriots have that in their defense, which I think is different in my opinion than in years past. And I look at the way that, you know, some of these other teams in the division look, yeah, they might be a, you know, if you come in here and you don't play your best, like, we're going to make you pay type of team. Um, I, I was impressed that it was a five-point game. I was impressed. I thought the Eagles were going to get them. Um, I think the Eagles have to do a lot of evaluating. But if you're New England, maybe you come in, you use it as motivation one and two. Uh, uh, next up, uh, Detroit, Kansas City. Detroit won 21 to 20 um, in, in Kansas City. Uh, the Lions uh, found success through, you know, Montgomery with 20 car- 21 carries, uh, combined 253 receiving yards. Uh, and really, Bryce, just felt like Detroit was just doing, sorry, word this right. it honestly felt like Detroit controlled the game. I thought, I thought they controlled the game. I thought, I thought as much as, you know, sometimes Mahomes, you, know, you always have it on the back of your mind. Anytime he's down or anytime the game doesn't go your way. But I, I'll be honest, it really felt like the game was what they wanted, what Detroit wanted the whole time. And at the end, they finished it out. I, I, I thought it was a very strong win for Detroit. Not concerned really at all about the Chiefs, but I think this is a solid win for the Lions. No asterisk, because Mike Tirico, that's a oh, joke. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is a joke. That's a clown show right there. Um, yeah, no, this is this is great for Detroit. I thought um, the, the fake punt down at their own end, yeah. uh, ballsy. Yeah, very much. And but you know what? It's an embodiment of their head coach. They grinded out those two yards or those three yards to get that first down. And then they scored a touchdown off it. They capitalized. They didn't let it go to waste, which big time respect for that. Um I no need to panic on Gibbs. This is how it goes with rookie running backs, right? You ease them into the game. Relax, people. Calm down. Um, not sure why Marvin Jones deserves six targets. Um, but he shouldn't be getting them. Amon Ra got nine targets, caught six of them. Uh, if if you want to be honest, Caleb, he needs more than nine. How about that? Um, he is obviously your best receiver by far. And um, he needs more targets. And he needs more touches. And I really like what I saw out of Sam Laporta. Uh, the, the rookie tight end really, really liked that. Didn't expect him to get five looks. Right. Um, but respect for that. And I thought he played well. thought he played well. And then Aiden Hutchinson, Caleb, he was, he was there every single play. He was out there. He was just there. He is legit. He is going to be a problem this year. Uh, this defense, I think, got better. Um, and Hutchinson is going to take a step. And he, he's going to see double teams now based off that performance that he put out there. Uh, but props to Detroit for grinding out this victory. Like I said, okay, well, I'm not worried about the Chiefs. No Kelsey, no Chris Jones. They are expected back in week two. Um, they'll get the the wide receiver thing figured out. Kadarius Tony, 
nightmare start. But, you know, if Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes believe in him and give him a vote of confidence, who am I to judge that? Because they have two Super Bowls and I have zero. Fair. Um, Kind of where I'm at with the Chiefs at this point. I mean, I've expressed my doubt of the receivers. Like, I'm not going to apologize for expressing my doubt. But I sure. feel like at this point, you know, the organization clearly sees something or they believe in something or think that it's going to work um, because that's how they've rolled the last couple of years. So something's going to be figured out. I'm not exactly sure what that is yet, but something's going to happen. And if it doesn't, well, we'll go back. Uh, next up, uh, Jacksonville Indy. Uh, that's the game that the both of us went to. Um, yeah where I, I'm just going to be honest, like I understand it was a 10 point loss, but like they should be, the Colts should be looking at this like as a win, like just all the way around. I was completely 100%. impressed the way they played. Uh, I think this defense could be really freaking good. Uh, yeah. I think they played really good against the Jaguars. I thought they were all over the place. Um, I, I'll, but I'll be honest and you're going to disagree with me and that's fine. Uh, but I personally believe you lost this game because your coach was too afraid to put his foot on the gas. You, there was too many times in that game, Bryce, where they had control of the game. You and I watched it, and we saw the play calling drop back and get conservative, or they didn't look to attack. And I understand that you got a rookie quarterback. I, I get that. But, Bryce, I really don't think that the Jacksonville Jaguars were 10 points better than the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday. I really mm-hmm. don't. They played their butt off. And, you know, I'm also kind of tired of, like, yeah, I don't know. We, you were in one section. I was in another section. So we weren't really sitting next to each other. But like my section of people were just blasting the, 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 they're just blasting the running backs. And I mean, look, I get it. Deion Jackson, 13 carries, 14. I get it. You want more production, but like this should also be a gigantic wake up call. Like, Hey, let's, are we sure? Like what? What about Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor was lurking all over this game. Right? They can, they tried so many fourth down conversions, and I I texted you about half. Of it. I didn't understand it, but I don't. But I do think Jonathan Taylor would have converted on probably half of those that I questioned. Like yeah. I guess what? It, where did your brain go watching this game? Because I don't think losing to Jacksonville is a bad thing, right? I, I mean, they were yeah, no, they played it's well not defense. no. No, I, and I, I kind of told you that I told Zach this, and I think I may have told you this. I think if we convert at least half of those fourth downs, it could be a totally different game. And right. but you know what, Shane Steichen's little quarterback push didn't work. Um, and it's easy to say, you know, Jacksonville or, or you know Jonathan Taylor would have converted that. Yes, yeah, you, you're probably right about this. Um, but I mean, from an overall standpoint. I am happy with the way we played. And yes, I do think you're right. There was a little bit of conservative play calling. We really didn't see Richardson, you know, let it loose to me, Caleb. And and what I've been reading kind of, I, I went back and watched some highlights and film of this game. And it seemed like Richardson was on a, a, th- a throw clock. Like, Hey, you know, like his coaches told him like, Hey, you need to count to this in your head and the ball needs to be gone because they're coming for you. Because a lot of the a lot of his passes were short, intermediate routes. I mean, he averaged six yards uh, per catch or, or per completion, mm-hmm. um, and he threw for two hundred twenty three yards. Mm-hmm. So, and, and and he took four sacks. 
um, which you're going to have to live with those, you know, having a rookie quarterback. But overall, Caleb, I was impressed. I thought he made some really good reads on some plays. Um, It's nice to have a mobile quarterback that can get you out of some situations. Yeah. Um, Is he going to make mistakes? Yes. Um, That interception that he have that that he had, he's just going to have to learn from that. And and he just, I the the window was there. I think he was just a little late. It was was just a little late. Yep. But I like the direction that it's going. I can't wait for it to really open up. I can't wait to see his deep ball get Alec Pierce like on a go route or Josh Downs on a on a go route. I was encouraged by this, Caleb. I'm not mad with a 10 point loss to Jacksonville, potential no, top shouldn't. 10 team in the league. No, you shouldn't be. I my thing was I wish they did with some more rollouts. I thought that would have been really good. But I agree. They they just they kept, you know, they, they definitely fought. Um, I, I'm going to make him defend Anthony here a little bit. Um, I mean, particularly, I guess, one member of your offensive line who just got absolutely smacked around by Josh Allen. Josh Allen goes for three sacks on your offensive line. And Good, I mean, man. just looks like he just is a, I mean, looked like a total load out there. I mean, I get it. He's a great player, but holy crap. He, he's always owned us, man. And I mean, they, they, in general, you know, they, I thought, I thought he played as well as he could have. I thought Trevor, after the interception, um, I thought he played relatively well. I thought that I thought he had enough plays on the stretch where it felt like things were going their way, and Calvin Ridley somehow looks even better than I remember. Oh, he's so good, dude. Maybe that's just he's so freaking good. What's it called? Maybe they're a top ten. Maybe they're maybe they're just gonna kill it, and he'll all of a sudden it's gonna like. Uh, next up, uh, typically we don't talk blowouts. Uh, typically we don't talk blowouts, but now with week one, it's tricky because. You know, we, we don't necessarily know all of it yet. So um, the Cowboys go into the, to New York and go for a 40 to nothing win. Um, first drive, Giants go into the first drive. They look unstoppable. They drive down the field. I'm like, holy crap. They look, so look good. You know, Barkley yeah. looks good. The running game looks good. Everything looked great. And immediately, switch after the block kick and then i guess that's what dallas needed they just needed that <laughs> fresh breath because i mean this was a team rice that had a killer mentality and um if they play with that level of mentality then that's something to watch for the rest of the season yeah i mean honestly caleb i thought it stopped i thought it started with that bad snap on third down right before the block kick Hmm. Um, right there is is where it turned because they were that offensive line was tossing that Dallas front seven, yeah, which that were. Dallas front seven tightened up, and they were on Daniel Jones's tail all night long. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, those guys, they were all up in all Daniel up. Jones all night long, and Daniel Jones just looked rushed. He didn't. He looked unsure. He made bad plays, and it was just, It was pouring down rain. That turf sucks at MetLife Stadium. It was just a whirlwind for the Giants, and and Dallas was just enjoying themselves. Shout out to anybody that rostered the Cowboys' defense in fantasy uh, that probably won their week uh, just just by having them. Uh, But what I'll say, Caleb, and you're probably going to hate on me for it, I don't really care. Wasn't impressed by Dak Prescott once again. 
Um, I know they really didn't need him in this game, but I was not impressed in the slightest uh, by him with virtually no pressure on him most of the game. Didn't even get sacked um, and still was only 13 of 24 for 143 yards. Uh, Tony Pollard looked good coming off a broken leg. I mean, as good as you can coming off a broken leg, right? I mean, he just, he still looked fast, looked good. Uh, so I was I was genuinely surprised and impressed by that. I thought it would you know take some time. Maybe I I maybe I need to get out of the mindset, Caleb. Maybe you can talk to me about it, uh, you know, on here later. But I mean, it just doesn't seem like injuries really affect guy like these big time injuries. Medicine and therapy have come so far. It seems like you know ACL injuries aren't as bad as they seem anymore. Unless you're getting older in age, you know, but, yeah. you know, you're young. It seems like, you know, you're bouncing back pre- pretty well. So um, maybe I just need to get that out of my head now. But uh, I, 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 dudes, dudes are, yeah, I agree. Dudes feel like they recover faster. There's no yeah. way about it. Sometimes faster than you think. Um, I don't know if that's just because Tony Pollard's a great athlete or, you know, if that's a medical staff thing or what. Um, I, 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 I don't think he's all actually, Zach. I just think the part that's, like you said, I just don't think they need it. I just think it's one of those sure. games where I think he just kind of got away with it. He just is what it is. You know, it's great in that thing. You know, Jets defense is a good defense. If he plays like that again or plays pretty rough, maybe that's when you question it. Um, I, I just think it's difficult to criticize the offense just because they just really felt like they were already out there. And if you look at the way that, and I'm not, and I think Giants are better than 40 to nothing. Um, yes, they will be I think, fine. I think they'll be, I think they'll be fine. I just, well, I want to see how they respond next. Like, this yeah, I mean, they play Arizona. Arizona. They absolutely should. Like, they absolutely should. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, they should be going, they, it should be a two-touch selling. I will say, if it's a even remotely tight game, I'll 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 throw I'll throw a pick because you you should be looking to respond off of forty to nothing with the really strong one. You just should. I understand it's on the road, but you just should. You know, I, I you should be frustrated that you put out a product like that in front of your own fans. It's sad. Football. Next up, uh, Saints Titans game that was really really tight, uh, but really honestly, I found it interesting to follow um, because it felt like it was just really. Every possession kind of mattered. It was back and forth. Defense has played well. Scoring felt hard to come by. Um, and then Derek Carr, um, shockingly, looks really good and throws the ball down the field uh, to uh, Shahid, who, uh, Rice, I, I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, I mean, they, I understand that the, the 16 points, 16 points. Okay, I get it. But if you're telling me Michael Thomas, five for six, Shahid, five for 89, Alave, eight for 112, if that's consistent, that is, that is extremely difficult to stop. And Bryce, I'm just going to be honest, it's just nice to see an organization actually believe in a player like Derek Carr, who for 300 yards passing, and, you know, and, and, you know, did so against a very, in my opinion, very solid, reputable defense. And, mm-hmm. and he did it, you know, and did it in an ugly way and found a way to make plays. And, you know, from the, from the Titans' perspective, um, I want to throw a panic. 
Can I throw a panic? Can I throw a panic? Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. I, I was going to do the same thing. I, I think, I think if you watch that game and it didn't go through your mind to have Will Levis or Malik Willis, a part of your starting quarterback, if, if, if those conversations didn't happen in your head, I don't know what you're looking at. Do for no touchdowns. You do for three interceptions. And you can say what you want about QBR. I'm not the biggest QBR guy, but his QBR was 10. His QBR was 10, which that's just not good. That's putrid. And the running game was fine. And they got the ball to Hopkins. They obviously made him a priority with, with uh, 13. Well, they tried to force it um, to him too. Yeah, but I mean, this is a, I mean, I, I don't know. A lot, I, lot to unpack for me. What, what are your, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, Tannehill was bad. Uh, they, I think Vrabel said it in his press conference, like Tannehill, like try to force it to Hopkins, um, which, you know, is you, you gotta let that stuff come. I, I, I understand Hopkins is, you know, a top wide receiver, but you can't, you also just can't force it and just expect to make all these plays on it. Like you put the ball in harm's way, especially against the saints defense, like, okay, like good luck. And they didn't go to their bread and butter. Derrick Henry had 15 carries for only 63 yards. It's very unlike Derrick Henry, right? If it's any other running back who averaged four yards a carry, we think that's fine. And we're happy with that. But for Derrick Henry, and not to mention Caleb, I don't know if you looked at snap counts. Uh, that that rookie that they that they drafted Spears yeah. was at 48% snaps to Derrick Henry's that 52, was, I, 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 if I believe. I don't feel like so, anybody was talking about that. Yeah, no one's really talking about that. I do find it interesting. Now, it could just be the look that the Saints were giving and they wanted Spears maybe like for, you know, passing threat possibly. But Spears only caught one ball for a yard. So I don't know that they're necessarily looking for him either. And Derrick Henry had two receptions for 56 yards. So I don't know that that's the case either. So I don't know if, you know, Derrick Henry is just starting to trend downward. I guess we're going to find out in week two because you definitely don't want Ryan Tannehill throwing 34 passes. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just not it. He completed less than 50% of his passes in this game. Yeah. And the saints are a good defense, but it's not like they're, you know, I don't know if they're top five, but they're, I I think they could definitely be top 10. Well, I don't know. I don't care. You can be the best defense in the league. 16 of 34 for less than 200, 300. It's bad. And it's just bad. I mean, I, and I get it that it's on the road, but it's bad. Not to mention, Bryce, I mean, Phelan Burks only got two targets. First round, there are three targets. First round traffic. Like, I, I think a player like that has to be more involved in your offense. I, I look, I, I look at this game as, you know, a game where I would be questioning a lot if I was a Titans. And when looking at the Saints, I mean, they just had it field day on on them. I mean, just a total field day of this team. And, you know, Bryce, I, I understand it's week one. I understand it's week one. Um, but, like, I kind of, like, I've got the oven somewhat cooked. I preheated it. Okay. Because dinner salad might make me eat it. Oh. I mean, I've got it preheated. <laughs> But I mean, we've we've all been low on him. We've all been low on him, mm-hmm. and I get it that he's facing really bad quarterbacks. But look, three interceptions, less than two hundred yards, and forcing a QBR to ten. Derek Carr comes to your offense; he throws for three hundred. 
Your three receivers are over 60 yards. We'll see. I'm I'm intrigued. I, I kind of, I mean, I'm intrigued. Does Allen just absolutely crap the bag? You know, crap the bed next week against Panthers? Maybe, but we'll find out. Next up, uh, Vegas, Denver, McDaniels, Bryce. It's the win over John yeah. Payton. Uh, Bryce, I, I do want your thoughts on, on this particular game, knowing how high you are on a certain individual on the other side and how low you are on an individual on uh, the side that won. Uh, I just kind of, when you saw the box score, out of curiosity, I just wanted to, wanted to, <laughs> wanted to see what went through your brain. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, honestly, because... <laughs> It's just neither team played like great. Agreed. Um, well, first off, I told you guys about Jacoby Myers. I'm not, I'm not doing anything on that yet. You why? You have me down. Why? I, I I told you. I can't. I told I you can't. guys. Jacoby Myers. I don't think he's nine is, for ninety one. Nine for eighty one. Good every game. Oh come! On. Okay, maybe not every game, but he's gonna he's gonna get catches, dude. He is an he is one of the most underrated wide receivers, and it's only because he played for the Patriots under a defensive offensive coordinator. Come on, maybe so. And now he now he hundred's good. Eight hundred is good. He had that two nice. I'm years. telling you, dude, he's he's good. I mean, Adams. I don't even know. I don't even know. I guess I'm more disappointed in Denver. Like this is what this is what we're you know this is what what you put out yet all season to prepare you you mustered 16 points and honestly Caleb I don't even think it's on Russ because he was 27 to 34 and he didn't turn the ball over so like I'm fair fair I mean is it is it because you don't have Jerry Judy like I don't know that Jerry Judy makes that much of a difference Samaj P Ryan was your leading receiver I thought it was just a weird I don't know maybe I I didn't I didn't think there was a ton to take away from Denver. No, I, I, um, yeah, I'll be right. honest. I think they, I, I'm teasing my pod. I'm teasing back shoulder fade, but do it. Who cares? Right, um, my, one of my like three favorite bets of the week is Denver to win uh, by three and a half on the original spread against Washington at home. I feel like they're going like to get some sort yeah. of groove going. I, I don't think, you know, they lost by one point is what it is. I just feel like that's an opportunity for them to, to adjust. Yeah. I, I, I also think the ground game was good. You know, and then part of it was like, then they were having to play from behind. And I don't know if they're a team that can really afford that unless Judy comes back. They just have to have like a couple more options because, I mean, I'm letting Troutman beat me. Okay, I just am. If you're trying to make me go down the field, like I'm going to let a guy like that beat me. I'm going to let a guy like Brandon Johnson beat me. I'm going to let Dulcich beat me. I'm going to let Humphrey beat me. Like, I think it's going to be big for them to get Judy back when they are down in games like that because it just, you have to keep an eye on him. You have to keep an eye on Sutton. I mean, Sutton did score a touchdown and he, and he caught four of his five targets. Like, I just think if you're a team right now, Bryce, like if you're facing Denver, like you're going to make everybody else beat you besides Sutton. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't no, trust I, the talent I, on the outside. I don't trust, the, I don't trust anything on Denver uh, in terms of passing attack right now outside of Sutton, in terms of guys who are healthy. Yeah, and you know that could be a uh, that could be something to watch at the trade deadline or even in the offseason coming up. You yeah. know, if if Judy yeah. if Judy can't stay healthy, so yeah, I mean, a hey, props to the Raiders for getting a W. Um, you know, like I said, I think those are going to be few, but you know, we'll see. I guess I don't. I this the do, this does nothing for me for the Raiders. This is I a think you're not. I think th- you're not. this. I mean, it's a. 
you could, I don't know if you say improved or maybe the same team with Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, you added Jacoby Myers. Okay. I mean, to only get 17 points. No, no opinion on McDaniel's greatness as a coach. No, not right now, though. (laughs) No, there's just nothing (laughs) from this game. (laughs) Uh, Browns, Bengals. Bengals. Uh, Bengals calling the Browns elves. Bengals never beating the Browns with Burrow under center, calling the Browns elves. Browns win 24 to 3 over the Bengals. Um, defense rocks. I'm concluding that. Defense rocks. Call that. I don't know. It was over, over exaggeration. I think the defense rocks. Their D line's really good. Thought they called a great game. Obviously, they Cincinnati off. It's better than three points. Um, but I'll be honest, I, I don't feel like the Bengals are worth talking about. I think it was the Browns defense. And I think the fact that Watson was able to make plays in this weather says a lot to me. That says a lot to me because of Deshaun Watson in times when he was at Houston, his reputation was that he couldn't make plays like that in bad conditions. I think Deshaun Watson played okay. Joe Burrow seemed to be really rattled in those conditions. I mean, 16 to 29 in those conditions. But, you know, that's not the end of the world. The ground game was relatively efficient. And I like the balance that they had. Three of 37 with uh, Cooper, uh, three of 43 with Moore, and, and two of 24 with uh, Njoku. I, I mean, I think that the offensive numbers there, that, you know, when you got it, when you consider the conditions, I, I'm impressed with Cleveland. I, I don't think Cleveland's getting talked about enough this week uh, in terms of the impression that I thought they made. I agree with you, Caleb, um, because Cleveland was obviously the one of the biggest question marks going into the season. And we talked about that. Um, with your brother, um, yep. you know, we weren't really sure what Sean Watson we were getting. Um, I think it's still early. Obviously, it's kind of a weird game with I the agree. weather and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, it's off to a good start. I mean, there's no denying that. I mean, Nick Chubb is still M- Nick Chubb. Um, it sucks that they lost Conklin for the year. I agree. Uh, that, that. that definitely sucks. Um, but I mean, this is a huge division win. This is not some. You know, Arizona Cardinal win. This is the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, granted, Joe Burrow missed pretty much all of training camp with the calf injury. Um, which bull. I'm buying bull crap. You let me can can I say and and I'm not not, and I'm not gonna push back on it. Because here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. His whole team said you don't need to rush it. His whole team said we don't want you to rush, we don't need you to rush. We want to make sure that you're healthy. He put himself in that situation, and I thought the Browns took full advantage of it. Okay. I thought it was lazy. I think it's lazy. I think it's lazy that it was that it, it's not being criticized more. I think people are using this whole oh preseason. It's like preseason week five. I don't buy that crap. I don't buy that crap. You know how much money Joe Burrow's making? You know that contract I, extension. I'm, no, you should I'm be playing you. immediately to the greatness no, of your contract. And I'm with you. And and here's what I'll say, Caleb. Joe Burrow better show up to camp next year, and and actually have oh, a full 100%. training camp because he is not. He's had one full training camp. Since he's been late, one or two. So he he needs to show up for camp next year. So this kind of stuff. And let me tell you, Caleb, you got a week to figure it out and get, and and guess what? Mm. You're playing Baltimore. Mm. Another division game, another division game. Big matchup. Yep. You're right. So you, you better show the heck up. And Jamar Chase needs to shut up. Shut well, he's got to play. He's got to. He's got to play. And you know, you've got to play. But stop talking crap to teams, and then you go out and get beat. 
You talk Bucks. crap about the Chiefs, you go out and get beat. You talk crap about Cleveland, that you go out and you get embarrassed. Shut up. We know you're one of the best receivers in the game. You don't need to talk crap to teams. It's unreal, man. Shut up. Go out and play. Fair enough. I won't push back. Uh, Bucks. Baker Mayfield's Bucks. Twenty to seventeen over the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, this is this is a bad look. This in a, is a in bad a road, look. In a road contest. This is a bad um, look for me. Baker Mayfield, twenty-one of thirty-four, under seventy-three yards and two touchdowns. Um, <sighs> decent balance in the past game with Godwin and Evans. Um. Defense of Tampa's good. Uh, what what went? Let, I guess let's start with Tampa. So ta- Tampa, coming into this season, you know, first I think the the real year of like okay, no Brady, like you know, like this team's gonna look different. Well, I mean, the defense is they still got players. This is still a loaded unit, right? I mean, you still got Devin White, still got Levante, Davis, still got Winfield, you got Shaq Barry, you got Vivi. Those guys are dudes. Okay, like they're they're gonna keep you in games. I think that's a good enough defense, but you know, I'll be honest. If Baker Mayfield doesn't turn the ball over, like could be having a different conversation because of the dudes that they have on this defense. And that's, that is what took place. They didn't, they, they, I thought they, they played very strong. Um, I, I will, I will say, I, I thought the, uh, the run game was a piece of trash. They're, they're going to, they're going to have, they're going to have to do better than that. You have to give me better than two yards of carry. Uh, but but the but the, the passing game ended up being all right for them, and and I thought it was a relatively strong win for this Bucks team in top bowls. Well, yeah, I mean it's definitely unexpected um, for sure to go on the road and and win. Uh, you know, everybody kind of wrote the Buccaneers off, including us, um, and they go out and they they eke out a victory. You know, and now come to find out, uh, Baker Mayfield knew the Minnesota defensive signals, and that kind of gave them an advantage in this game. Not saying that's the only reason they won this game because there's no reason the Minnesota Vikings should be losing this game. But Agreed I mean, uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Every time we count Baker Mayfield, he always does something just absolutely wild and just wins you like a guess yourself. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, think about it. When he joined the Rams, like and played a game in like 24, 48 hours, and then won, like beat that the Raiders. Like I mean, just. Uh, I don't know that this is good. It, it, I don't think it's sustainable season, but it is, it is interesting and fun to talk about. And, you know, we're going to look back on week one at the end of the season and be like, what the heck happened? Why did Minnesota lose this game? And honestly, the reason they lost this game is turn the ball over Kirk cousins, another red zone interception. Now I'll be at Caleb. It was a heck of a play uh, made by that kid. Uh, what was his name? Um, Christian Isian. Hmm. I, I don't even know yeah. who that is. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking Rutgers. about. Yeah, he made a heck of a play on the ball. Um, but nonetheless, it's a it's a red zone turnover. Another inexcusable red zone turnover. And I don't know if you saw Justin Jefferson after the game, but he's sick of of losing. He's sick of dropping random games. Uh, well, I mean, you you don't think it has anything to do with the quarterback? It probably does, but but at the same time, Justin Jefferson got 12 targets. You're right. You're he had right. 150 yards. So I don't know. Yes, your your top wide receiver always wants the ball more, right? Sure. Stephon Diggs, sure. Jefferson, AJ Brown. I mean, just everybody wants the ball. But I feel like 12 targets is a lot, Caleb. I don't know about uh, you. No, I no, I, I think it was just I think it was more we just lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks. 
I, oh, I, I think I, it, I and think that's it, where I yes, I, I, yeah, I agree. It, it's just more the Bucks. I but agree. I, you know, look, I, 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 I certainly. Um, it is my key. I, I think the yeah, running game's got, but the running game's got to be better though. The running game's got to be does. better. You got to set yourself up. That's a tough up front, man. That's a tough front. Though. It is a tough front. It is a tough front. But that, but Bryce, they sat there and they let go of their best running back. And they bring in Addison Madison or Alexander Madison, and he goes for three yards carry. Like, I got to get better. Like, I got rid of a good running back. Like, I mean, you and I sat there, and that's fine. We like Brees Hall a lot, but I don't think it's really a shot at Dalvin Cook as much as it's just, is this really where you're going to place the resources, New York? I didn't understand them cutting Dalvin Cook. I hated it. I thought it was a very dumb decision. I get that he didn't have as great of a year as he normally does, but like, I thought they needed him. I thought he did something for that offense. And I'm not saying that I don't think Madison can't do that, but Madison does not have a backup option. He is not just this, oh, shoot. Hey, great. He had an awesome game. No, he's expected to have a good game. This is an offense that wants to be a high-level offense. You're going to have to run the ball. Next up, Seattle Rams. My personal, my not even close, most shocking oh, performance. Wow. Um, and wow, I mean, wow, wow. you're going to sit there. You're going to tell me to get a room. That's fine. I'm, I'm um, not. Because that this is coaching. This is I like McVeigh. I know, but I'm just saying, like, to me, that's coaching, though. Like, you won this game with, I don't know how to pronounce this. Uh, Puka Nakua, 10 of 119. Tutu Atwell, 6 for 119. Bryce, Tutu Atwell was hardly on the active roster last year. He was hardly getting touches for this team last year. He was a first-round pick that everyone rode off last year, and he goes for 119 yards. They get Tyler Higby for 50 yards, who who looks effective. Uh, Zach Griffith, he looks effective. That's and then right. you look at the you look at the t- running game, and they, they had success in the running game. McVay went back, Bryce, to what his teams did before, which was pound the crap out of the ball. And I understand, as a total, they only rushed for four yards of carry. But... I mean, Bryce, this was a very, very shocking win, in my opinion. Rams look sharp. They 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 forced Gino. They made Gino look god awful. Uh, Gino was horrible. Uh, I you could make a case he had the worst performance out of any other quarterback uh, in in the league this week. Miserable performance in Seahawks, and I don't even think it's Seattle's fault as much as I do. I think the Rams were on their crap. Yeah. Um, Matthew Stafford resurrection. I feel like we kind of wrote him off maybe a little too early. I did. I mean, he looked looked strong. He was whipping the ball out there. And I mean, with Puka Nakua, Caleb, I I do want to say this. Well, I do want to say this. Sean McVay told us, he told us that Nakua was going to have an impact on this offense. And guess what? No one listened to him. No one listened to him. Which we should. If it's if Sean McVay is praising an offensive player, and you know, you know, he said he liked Kyron Williams last year, and then yes, he got he hurt. And you know what? We didn't listen. Didn't and listen. here we are, fifteen carries, fifty-two yards, two touchdowns. We didn't listen. He's good. And He's yes, Sean McVay handled his business, and he is still him. And yeah, I guess, crap, yeah. I guess, ben. what is more impressive, Caleb, <laughs> is that this defense. Yeah. We 100% wrote off. Yeah. <laughs> that was Showed up, and, which is crazy to me because it's unacceptable for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett to only have five catches combined. 
for 57 yards. It's totally unacceptable. I, 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 yes. Is Geno Smith lightning in a bottle? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. Damning. But if he is, <laughs> they are in trouble. Damning. And then, and Caleb. The uh, I don't know if you saw. They give him seven quarterback hits. Well, get, well, guess what, Caleb? It doesn't get any better because their right tackle was put on IR. And Charles Cross sounds like he's going to be out as well. And you know who they play? Mm. Mm. Aiden Hutchinson and the Lions. Not ideal. Not ideal with that. Not ideal with that. No, it is not. So this is going to get worse. This could possibly get worse for Seattle before it gets better. Now, Now, Detroit has to handle business. They cannot just say, oh, we beat the Chiefs. We're good. I have a gut feeling. Oh, Oh, are you teasing something? Uh, listen to the podcast. Thanks for the pain. Oh, you are already <laughs> low on, on Detroit. Unreal. Well, no, 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 I'm not low on Detroit. I thought they were impressive. I just feel like the emotion, yeah, too much six, emotion. Six point underdogs. Six points. Yeah, Seattle. Six point yeah, it's a lot. That's that a lot. is a lot. That is That's a lot. lot. That's all okay, 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 okay. But I mean, this is, this is the shock of the week. It was a shock. This is, but hey, yeah. you know what? Matthew Stafford is out to prove a point. I told I told Zach, I said, it's only because he's on the new season of quarterback. He has to ball out. <laughs> yeah. So is, he's the only guy. Is he the only guy we know? So well, so I just read something that was posted an hour ago. Like he's had discussions with it, but he said, he's not sure that there is a season two. Now that could just be to throw us off. Um, Interesting. So huh. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. Next up. Uh, Bears, Packers, Packers 38, Bears 20. I I guess the Packers, uh, owed them, uh, seven days a week. Wow. Um, there is no fasting. They just come out and they just, they just have success. Um, but I would be reminiscent at price. I would not be doing my due diligence if I, uh, didn't ask you about the way that you thought your guy looked and the way you <laughs> thought that the bears looked on, uh, on uh, Sunday afternoon. I mean, we watched, mm. we watched the first half of this game together and honestly, I thought they looked pretty good. And then there was a stretch of time where just, I mean, yeah, the Packers owned them. LaFleur with that new offense. That looks like a sexy offense. That looks like uh, a really good it, offense. It does. And this is my second biggest disappointment of the week. The Chicago bears. Um, this offensive line for Chicago still sucks. Apparently, um, DJ Moore only had two catches, you know, being blanketed by Jair Alexander, the run game, uh, Justin Fields was still your leading rusher, which is still not ideal. I, I don't know. I don't even know where to go. Chase Claypool sounds like he's going to be inactive this week. Just, you know, just put somebody in there with a pulse that actually cares, I guess, at this point. Uh, you know, you're looking at like Velas Jones or something like that. I don't even know. Disappointing, man. Disappointing. I don't think it's over for the Bears. I mean, it's one game in the season. I, it's not over, but I mean, dang, yeah, they better get it. I know. I understand, but they. <sighs> Your guy Fields. It, he goes for two six two hundred nine of fifty nine on the ground. I know. It's I mean, are you loving or you're, 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 yeah, just, just not. I still love it. I still, I still think that they can do something. It's just, 
need to put it together. Otherwise, some people are going to find themselves out of the out of the building. Well, how about this, Getsy? How about this? How about this, Getsy? Have you thought about? Let's think of some ways. I understand you might have gotten shadowed, but let's think of ways I can get DJ more more than two targets. Can can we start there? Let's just start there. Let let be that let, let, let that be the first thing we talk about in the meetings going into next week, right? Yeah. The first yeah. thing we talk about because I'm I mean I've never been a Carlton Davis guy, and DJ Moore has seen his fair share of Carlton Davis in his career. Who's to say DJ Moore can't respond this week? Figure it out, Getsy. Yeah. You know, figure out this ground game a little bit. Look, I'm I'm not as I think I think you know I get it. Tip has always been pretty good over the last couple of years on the D line, but I I don't. My biggest thing with this team, Bryson, where part of my incentive in optimism with drafting a player like Herbert is I think if Chicago wants to be what they feel like they can be, I do not believe they can win with just Fields as their leading rusher. Now, I think a lot of people would say that that's how they're going to, and I just feel like that's not going to work. Like, I think you're going to need, it's not saying that you don't want them to run the ball, but you know, let's think of ways you can get Herbert going. Nine of 30 was not, that's not going to do it. Or nine of 27 with most of his yards coming off one carry. That's going to have to get better. The defense is going to have to get better. I mean, it's a prime opportunity to respond against Tampa. It's a prime opportunity. I think they could. It's just whether they come out and, and show that fight. Um, next up, Carolina. Oh, no, 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 no. No, go ahead. What do you got? You don't get to escape this, buddy boy. No, go ahead. What do I, why do I not? Because you need to address the game that Romeo Dobbs had and how good he was, especially in the red zone for Mr. Jordan Love. He had a good game. He had a good game. I, yeah, I, mean, I told he you, he is, I think he will be better than Christian Watson. I think Dobbs is a legitimate receiver in this league. Well, I do think he's better than Christian Watson. I have said that. I agree with you on that. I have said that. I just, I, I look, he made plays when he needed to. I, I, I think to me, I, I just don't think this Green Bay team is a number one receiver. I don't think that's how they've built themselves. I think they are higher on Reed. I think they like Reed a lot. It feels like they really think highly of him. And Musgrave. Wouldn't shock, like Musgrave too. wouldn't shock me if those two guys end up being like really good passing targets for them. Like, I'm not saying I, I don't think Dobbs is like horrible or just like sucks. I just like compared to where like people were trying to rate him like in fantasy or like you like how you pick him in certain spots. Like I, I just didn't see it. I think the Packers will have a bunch of guys that will go off in their passing game. I think it's not really there's no hierarchy, which I don't like that. I don't like teams that don't have a hierarchy in passing. But I, I think that's how they're built. And look, Farron Jones is going to play like that every night. <laughs> Maybe well, he doesn't matter. He's hurt. He's hurt again. And but he is hurt again. He's trending not to play, I believe. Hamstring. So AJ Dillon time, baby. AJ Dillon time. Um, and then Carolina Atlanta is our last game. Uh Atlanta 24. Uh Carolina 10. Bryce Young played worse than any rookie quarterback. Um Falcons. I I just they controlled the line of scrimmage. Uh the passing distribution is gross. I don't really want to get into it because of how gross it is. Uh, but they were able to get, you know, a nice divisional win here. Um, I I, um, I would like to make my claim on something. Can I make a claim? Oh, okay. I think Carolina is the worst team in football. Oh. 
I slimmed, I stepped back, I stepped back. I was like, I, I, I was, you know, Devin was talking about Monday night and he was like, they're going to win. And like, I just had to keep my mouth shut because the defense, their defense, I'm not, I, I've always liked their defense. Okay. Like I, Brian Burns is a beast. Yeah. Brown's beast. Chin's beast. JC Horton's hurt, but talented. Like they've got players on the defense, but I genuinely think this offense is going to struggle scoring 20 points a game. I, I think the middle of their it's offensive line Greg. is, is, is it, it is, it is a disaster. The middle of their offensive line is a disaster. They're fine on the tackles. They're bad in the middle of their offense. Well, they line. just lost uh, Christensen to IR at least for four weeks. I mean, they're they're. I, I think you can make the case. I, I might make the case. I just I'm struggling. This is a problems. this is a typical yeah. Frank Reich game. I mean, look at it, Caleb. I mean, they always start off slow. You know, Frank Reich teams always start just, off. Just he's so irritating. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I I'm happy with the, the way Atlanta played as far as. Getting the ball to well, no, I'm not. I can't even say the ground that, game. Honestly. The ground I, game was good, but the pass. Yeah, Bijan was as advertised. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, all agreed. Agreed. Fun um, I mean, you. I, I mean, I don't even need to talk about London Pitts. I, I just. I'll tell you what. I here's I mean, a bright spot. Figure it out. Me, it out Arthur. He, it here's out. here's my uh, thing. Jesse Bates, ten tackles from the safety spot. Money well spent. Let him go. I. I'm telling you, Caleb, Von Bell and Bates leaving the Bengals defense is not talked about enough. It will come back. It's unreal, dude. No one. Everyone just thinks the Bengals are going to waltz into the playoffs, waltz into the Super Bowl or the AFC championship. That is not the case. No, I agree. I don't. I'm sorry. And I'm not overreacting to week one. I said even before the season. Yeah, no, you're not. I don't think you are either. I think that's. I don't it's think unreal. No, I'm with you. They that they didn't. I I don't think that was talked about enough. They lost two really nice defensive players that allowed and took pressure off their secondary. Gosh. They don't have that room anymore. Um, and he had two and picks. I'm, and I'm curious, like you know, I guess the yeah, Bates was great. I I he was great, and he really oh helps gosh. this offense team out. I mean, because yeah. you have Terrell basically guarding an island, then Bates can just help whatever help yes. everybody else. I it's think Jarrett's, Jarrett's one of the best defensive linemen in the league. I mean, they, they've they've got dudes, so they got dudes. Um, well, Bryce, we got a, an interesting week going in week two, um, Thursday night. Uh, when we'll be yeah. listening to this on Thursday, we got Vikings Eagles, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where the rest of those also two uh, two games on Monday night. You know, two games on Monday night, uh, which will be a little bit different. But I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, it's not two like man. header. Uh, but, uh, you know, two divisional opponents, uh, two divisional games, you know, week two, you know, put them in there. I don't care. Put two Monday night games in there. I, uh, you know, give me more primetime on three o'clock, even though, uh, you know, if I got to see Giants Cardinals on primetime and if the Giants do what they should do, then that game's not even going to be watchable. But other than that, I mean, I think we got a fine slate, a fine slate going into next week. They were, they were baking for Jets Cowboys. They were, they were. Baking. Oh, a hundred percent. They were. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Well, all right, Bryce. Uh, good talking to you. And uh, week two will be uh, coming up.